0: Welcome to the Exponential Potential Podcast with your hosts, Claire Oatway and Jennifer Evans with expert guests sharing inspiring and uplifting stories groundbreaking, rule-shaking ideas fresh perspective, powerful top tips and tools on an array of topics designed to help you thrive in all areas of life Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Exponential Potential and this month has been all around your authentic self, being bold, being you and excuse me a little bit croaky Um, and we have a fabulous guest on today. I'm so excited that she could join us and we are talking about embracing your wild self and it goes, it's a lovely link into February because we're going to be talking about relationships and love and um, I can't wait to dive in. Welcome, Savannah. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. Yeah, I've been really excited about this episode because you bring something really quite exceptionally wild, and um, we'll get into it. I don't want to give too much away. We'll get into it in the episode, but I just want to introduce Savannah. Um, she's she's just incredible in terms of what she does, um, and I think you know you're you're going to really enjoy listening to to Savannah, and and not just listening, but I I recommend that you sort of get yourself in a space. Where you've got some quiet, um, some peace and quiet around you. So you can not just hear what Savannah's saying, but feel or be open to receiving her energy because it is just absolutely gorgeous. So, Savannah Joy is the founder of Embrace Your Wild, a voice medicine channel, somatic healing practitioner, portrait photographer, speaker, plant medicine guide and retreat facilitator. She empowers feminine leaders to release patterns of overdoing, chronic stress and anxiety by softening into their hearts, trusting their inner wisdom and reclaiming deep self-compassion, blending ancient shamanic practices and sound healing with modern neuroscience and other somatic healing modalities. Her unique approach to transformation utilizes immersive ceremony and retreat experiences that support visionary women in radically shifting their relationships with their bodies, their worthiness, and leading their lives from their innate feminine essence. That's why I'm so excited. She's just gonna bring so much to this.
1: Thank you. I'm I'm so excited for this conversation.
0: I wanna start off um, as well by uh, asking, well, first of all, I'm interested, I'm really interested in how you started on your journey. Um, so if we, if that's okay, if we could start there, that would be fantastic. How did you yeah, become this incredible energy, healing being, let's say?
1: Yeah, I would say, um... My, about five years ago, I started the process of waking up, you know, and becoming more conscious of how my childhood wounds and my unmet needs were really running the show um, in my 10 year marriage and my corporate career. Um, And I actually attended a retreat um, and it just blasted me wide open. Like the, the facilitators on the retreat, were coaches and they were they were such a safe and loving space um, that I had this this wake up aha moment that was like I feel more seen and loved and supported by these basically strangers than I do in my own marriage by my husband and it was this moment of just like there's something wrong like that this isn't how it should be and um uh, a month later i asked i asked for a divorce and i was living in hawaii at the time and it, i was really living this picture perfect life from the outside mm-hmm. i was married to a handsome pilot um, i was living in hawaii i had a, a really great high-paying corporate sales job like everyone looked at me and thought i was living the dream but I was miserable and unfulfilled and constantly crying on my way to work drinking wine every night like it was just this really. Um, I was in survival mode, but I didn't even realize it. Um, it was just very unconscious, and I think a lot of women experience this it's like i've done all the right things, but I don't feel the way I want to feel and. Um, I I started waking up and I started having these realizations of like I know there's something more for me I know that I that I have gifts and am not I'm not fulfilling my potential right now in this corporate sales job that it just pays the bills and it really was this um, this catalyst for me starting to step onto my path in a really intentional way and starting to ask those big questions of like, what is my purpose? Why am I really here? And I started asking these questions and opening up to the universe to receive the answers. And it was like these little just like breadcrumb after breadcrumb started leading me down this path. Um, and the first thing was I, I got certified as a coach through uh, the Coactive Training Institute. And like, I started that training and I was just like, these are my people, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is how I've always related to people. I've always been the empowering friend that that listens and champions my girlfriends and tells them they're beautiful and powerful and all the things, and then having these tools and frameworks, it was just like, oh my God, this is what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, so as you're saying i can really yeah. relate to it to, to that and i just want to go to the point of view you know have looking from from the outside point of view people looking in looking like you've got a perfect life um and i think it's it's important for people that are listening to this is to realize that you never know what's going on underneath you know somebody might look like they've got a perfect life but you don't know that. And it, one of the things I think that we, we women especially, is, is we compare ourselves. And a lot of the time we're comparing ourselves to something that's not not real. And it's amazing, you know, with um, retreats, the transformation that can happen in retreats when you're in the with the right people and how fast i mean what amazes me is how quickly you came back and you're like right that's it nope, i'm leaving and making those decisions to really open up your world yeah
1: yeah it was wild
0: <laughs> yes that's yeah that's really so powerful and and profound and must have been scary as well though savannah was was it scary
1: <laughs> it there was definitely an element of it being scary because it 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 was obviously this huge decision it was this huge departure from, you know, this track I'd been on and this vision I had for my life, you know, like I'm gonna be married to this person forever and I'm gonna, you know, whatever. And then being like, oh my gosh, no, like this is, this isn't it. And I know in the deepest part of my soul and my core of my gut, that there is something different for me that's calling me forth. And having the courage to listen to that is it's the biggest bet I ever took on myself. And yes, it was scary, but it was the most rewarding and the most, it was the perfect thing for me to do. Like, I can't, I'm so grateful for that version of me that had no idea what she was doing, but knew what she was doing. And then Mm -hmm. she took that bet on herself and she had the courage to make a change.
0: And I think when you have that calling inside you, you you can't ignore it. You can sort of, bury it for a while but it will keep coming up won't it it will keep coming up in emotions and feelings and anxiety and overwhelm and so you it's important to listen to those those little signs and things and those callings isn't it
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so what first of all as well I'd love to know what you mean by somatic healing and somatic modalities
1: yes so um I was first introduced to this uh, this way of processing emotions um, through my initial coach training that I went through. Um, And from there, I then expanded my education and training um, to embodied coaching and really somatic healing is it's one of the most powerful emotional healings or trauma healing modalities that I've experienced. Um, and really, what it is is you go into the sensations of the of the emotions that are showing up in the in your current present moment. So we don't we don't specifically go into the past trauma or the past event, for example. But it could be like you know, for example, um, you know, I I just got in a fight with my partner, and you know when conflict arises, I notice like my throat gets really tight, or I get this pit in my stomach, right? The sensations that we feel when we're activated. And so, you know, if I was doing a session with you and you were bringing this to me, I would guide you into the sensations of, let's say the throat, for example. So Mm -hmm. I would say, Jen, okay, I want you to just notice what does that feel like in your throat? And you, you would tell me like, it just feels really tight and constricted i'm noticing you know i'm starting to feel emotional like tears are starting to come beautiful and then we go deeper into that. That experience that somatic like soma means body so going into the body sensations of the emotion, and it is the most beautiful process and it's different every time with every person, but as you bring more awareness and more attention to the sensations and the experience in the body. The body will slowly unfold and give you layer by layer of what needs your attention right you'll it'll bring up a memory or it'll bring up um, an an emotion or it'll turn into like a visual like oh now that i'm like i'm being with it like it feels like a, a hard black ball in my throat okay cool and we go into that and the body instructs us each layer of how to move that energy and how to heal and transmute that pattern that keeps that keeps showing up right when we're in conflict or whatever it is
0: yes uh the, the body is such a powerful incredible guidance system for us isn't it? And, it and it has all the answers for us but we do need an expert guide to help us through that gently and release those emotions and as you say heal um, yeah, it sounds it sounds like such a beautiful experience. Um, yeah, it is. It's yeah, such, thank you. It's thank beautiful you. to witness. Thank you for sharing that. So embracing your wild self, what, what, what does that mean? What do you mean when you say embrace your, your wild self?
1: Yeah, so Embrace Your Wild is the name of my company, right? And after I went through this experience of, um, I had this download to create this, this company and uh, the, you know, the programs that I run, Embrace Your Wild, because it really for me was this, it's really these, it's two main components that was, that was really coming up for me. And I wanted to help empower other women through this process, but it's radical self-acceptance mm-hmm. and radical ownership and it's this process of accepting and reclaiming all of the parts of you that have been judged or shamed or suppressed over your life. And as you accept and reclaim all the parts of you, you create this safety, this internal safety to start truly expressing your whole self.
0: I love I love that in terms of, you know, because we as we do carry a lot of shame as women it's that's the word that really stuck out for me shame um and allowing yourself to have that self acceptance and have compassion for yourself and that's just the, the safe environment that you create within yourself just feels so yummy and delicious and i can feel that in my in my stomach you know the it's okay for me to express this. It's okay for me to say that. It's okay for me to to want what I want and go for my dreams and desires. So you sort of tune in your clients into that safe space. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. really is it?
1: Yeah, and and I I want to say too is I think a lot of times people hear embrace your wild and they think about like wild woman like you know totally unhinged or like cave woman and sure absolutely that is a part of us that is a part of our feminine nature um but i when i say wild self i i see it as being the truest version of you before you mm-hmm. were conditioned to be something else right your wild self can be powerful and fierce but it's also soft and grounded and intuitive and so much more
0: yeah 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 i totally understand that and i think give it's it's more than giving yourself permission isn't it to be who you are and not to fear not to be yeah. fearful of it and there, and there's so much this that's just such a freeing it just feels so free when you can be yourself in all of our glory
1: it is it is yeah. the most freedom that we can experience
0: yeah yeah, yeah. So what advice would you give to feminine leaders that are excelling in their careers but feel unfulfilled in their relationships or their romantic life?
1: Yeah, something that I've noticed so much, I mean, starting with myself, but other powerful um, leaders that I've worked with, um, other clients, is that you, you have these women that are high achievers and they're super smart and they're driven and they're action takers and they, they make stuff happen, right? And that's why they're so successful in their careers. And, but then, but then in their relationships, their personal romantic lives, um, either they can't find a, a suitable mate, right? Like mm-hmm. they can't find someone that they feel matches them or, um, you know, meets them. Um, or they're in longer term relationships and they just feel really frustrated, they feel unfulfilled um, because they are bringing that masculine energy that, that helps, them excel at, or helps them excel at work. And they bring that into their homes, into their personal romantic lives. And because that's what they've learned is valuable, right? That's what mm-hmm. they've learned is the way to operate and that's how they get things done. Um, but then they get super frustrated because they end up doing everything at home and leading and taking care of everyone. They end up overgiving and overdoing and abandoning their own needs. And really, I see it as this combination of people pleasing and this need for control. Mm-hmm. And and when a woman is in her, is in her overly masculine energy, especially in in a relationship, um, and it doesn't have to be with the man. Right? This can be in a in a you know a lesbian or queer relationship too there's usually a more feminine and a more masculine energy person um but when there's this lack of polarity and the the more feminine energy person is not able to surrender and release control it leads to burnout because they're not honoring their natural dominant energy
0: yeah and you, yeah you see that a lot don't you when somebody wants to they want help. They're like, nobody ever does anything around here. I'm the one to always do it. And that's because um, they either, anyone that tries to help gets it wrong. Yep, <laughs> um, It's not up to their standards. Yep. Uh, and it is, it's that control of uh, if I wanna get it done, I gotta do it. If I, you know, if I want it done properly, I need to do it myself. And yes. and, they, and it's a hard thing for to do, isn't it, for women that are that are very in control of their lives? It's very hard for them to let go of some of that control and kind of come at it from, well, does it really matter? And what's more important, my well-being or having this spotless or whatever it might be, or doing things my way, or you know, I want to mm-hmm. organize the holidays because that's what I do. And if you did it, I wouldn't, you know, I can't trust you to do it almost, isn't it? There's a trust, a big trust element involved. Yes. In so how do we, how yes. do we... And yeah. this, is, this is the most
1: fun place
0: to... Sorry, can you, can you say that again? I'm not sure if we lost connection there. You, I am. This is the most fun place. No, go
1: ahead.
0: No, you were saying it's this the is most the
1: most fun place to yeah, it's the most fun place to work um, with women because it really has there's so there's so many deeper layers under this, this need for control. And really what it comes down to is this need to feel safe. And it comes out in these kind of distorted ways of controlling everything or needing things. It's really like this energy of like, I need things to be this certain way. so I feel a certain way inside. It's like I need the external to be a certain way so that I can feel a certain way inside. And this is really uh, where we get to start reclaiming our power because we, we give away so much of our power and our, our emotional states to external circumstances or relationships or our jobs. And when we can start cultivating what we're needing on the inside, our external world will start to reflect it but we think it's the opposite.
0: Yes, yeah. And it's, I just, yeah, our thoughts, our behaviours, well, our thoughts and our feelings, our beha- emotions create our behaviours, don't they, which then create that external world. And And people sort of, they know, you know, I think a lot of people know that happiness comes from within. I mean, that's not a secret, is it? That's not, that's quite widely known and yet we don't take time to really understand what that means and how to do it so how how do we when we, when we feel stuck and we're in that pattern in that loop in our relationships how can we how can we shift and move forward
1: so i feel like when we're feeling stuck in these patterns or these loops um the first thing is awareness right it's bringing awareness to um what like what is this repeating pattern where do i feel stuck what what is that bringing up in me right awareness is always the first step um but i also love to bring with that awareness is that we are we are always choosing the relationships the jobs the circumstances that are mirrors for us to look at the places in us that are still needing love and attention and healing Right? Like, if you're frustrated that your partner's not giving you enough time or energy or presence, right? And you're feeling like almost needy or you're feeling unmet, um, but you start projecting that frustration onto your partner and you start judging them, right? Um, you're still in this place of giving your power away and not taking full responsibility for your part of the equation right you're part of the stuckness or this repeating pattern and it really is like it's a powerful mirror and it's an invitation to go within like what is this what is this need that is unmet mm-hmm.
0: yes and if you want to have somebody that's more affectionate or more open with their feelings and express their feelings then and- you have to be that yourself don't you You have to come from that place of showing more affection and giving more love and Mm -hmm. expressing yourself but expressing yourself in a compassionate gentle way
1: right it's and it's it's coming from this place of wholeness like when you're able to really hold your own energy in your body and you're coming from a place that place of wholeness and completeness, and you're not coming from a place of I need you to give me something to feel whole, I need this attention, I need this validation. Um, you know, or I, I need whatever it is, right, that mm-hmm. energy of seeking and reaching is, um, it's going to keep mirroring back that part of you because it's an invitation for you to give that to yourself right to be to come from that place of wholeness and groundedness
0: yeah and a lot of that's tied up with self-worth isn't it that wholeness is when we truly have self-love mm. Um, and also I would the big part of that is so to to get into that I would imagine um you do a fair amount of shadow work with your yeah. clients yes. so yes can you sort of dive into that a bit and how that plays into the this process of evolving yes
1: yes um shadow work is a huge piece of what I do um with my clients because it it truly is you know I think it's something like 90 or 95 percent of what we do of what we do um is is led by our subconscious mind right it's below of what below what we're conscious of and our shadows are all in, in, in the subconscious. And um, if you haven't read this book, Existential Kink is is like the Bible of shadow work for me. Like I absolutely love this book, it's so powerful and it has um, guided exercises. So if you're new to shadow work, I definitely recommend this book. Um, but really the concept of this shadow work, when we start getting stuck in loops and patterns and we're feeling frustrated, like, oh, I keep, choosing these same types of guys or, um, you know, or I keep, yeah, or I, um, whatever it is, right, whatever the pattern is that's frustrating you, like, oh, I keep doing this thing, and the conscious mind says, I hate this, I don't like this, right, but the subconscious, there is a part of you that actually gets off on feeling those sensations or feeling that way, right, like, I love talking about like procrastinating mm-hmm. or um, people that have wild fluctuations in their income um, because there is there is a part of you that actually gets off on the intensity of mm. waiting till the last minute, right, or having to figure out how to get the money to come in, or know whatever it is or being in that relationship where you feel like shit about yourself like there's actually a part of you that gets off on that right and at first our conscious mind wants to say no there's no part of me that likes it but but subconsciously there is and so again this brings in that radical self-acceptance and compassion and beginning to acknowledge okay let's just let's just pretend for a second that there's a part of me that likes getting in fights with my partner. Right? Let's just let's just play with it and see what happens. So this was me, I was actually in a very toxic relationship after my marriage. Um, Mm -hmm. I was in this relationship for two and a half years. And I've always been a conflict avoidant person, like it makes me so uncomfortable. And I like this was just such a, a roller coaster relationship that I was in. and. Um, my conscious mind said, I hate fighting. This is the worst, like I hate it so much. I just want there to be peace. I just want it to be easy. But what I found once I did this shadow work was that there was actually a part of me and I call her the Punisher, but she actually is like this dominatrix, like wild, like ruthless, relentless version of me. Um, And she wants men to suffer. She wants Mm -hmm. men to feel stupid. She wants them to feel less than, like she is the superior uh, woman, right? And once I was able to see this, I was able to see that there was a part of me that was so angry at all of the men that abused me, abandoned me, took Mm -hmm. advantage of me. And she was, she was this fierce protector And it came out in this very distorted weird way of like getting in fights and like you know raging and screaming at my partner and like becoming this version of me that I like didn't even know who she was. And once I was able to see her and look at her and acknowledge her for all the ways that she was trying to protect me. I was able to then, when those conflict moments would start to come up, I could, I could see like, oh, there she is. She's mm-hmm. here. She wants to protect me, right? And I was able to make a choice. When we bring the subconscious into our conscious awareness, then we have the power to actually shift our behavior. And like that is how we actually shift out of these repeating patterns.
0: Really powerful it is interesting because i was the same <clears throat> in terms of you know attracting all these douchebags and men that weren't available either emotionally or physically um and i'd be like but why i just i just want a man that's there and loves me and is just supports me and is reliable and and i uh, i did the same i had to delve deep and i'm like and i what i what came up for me is oh but that sounds boring right but it and when I realized that and I stopped behaving in that way I met the most amazing wonderful perfect partner ever you know we've and we've been together seven years and we wake up <sighs> and we're both beaming at each other still <laughs> so beautiful so yeah it's in, you know getting in touch with that subconscious and really looking at it and going actually what's what's going on there and yeah, it's uh, awareness is huge. And again, having an expert like you, Savannah, to help you to help women through that and help them understand it and and shift it. And you're so right in terms of we always have a choice, but we don't always see it. That's it. Yeah. Yes. That so yes that's amazing thank you um i understand uh well i know that you have an incredible retreat coming up in hawaii could you tell uh, tell us tell the listeners all about that because it sounds phenomenal
1: thank you yes i'm so excited so it's february 27th to march 4th so it's coming up very soon mm-hmm. um and it is totally geared towards Feminine, powerful women that are wanting to soften into their feminine essence. And it's releasing control. It's facing your fears. All the work that I do is with the body, right? Lasting transformation is done in the body. We can only talk about our, our problems. I like talk therapy really only goes so far. True lasting transformation is in the body. So this is a very experiential retreat. Um, and so we're doing. Uh, shibari rope bondage which is a Japanese art form um, and so literally we have uh, this master practitioner flying over from the big island we're, we're hosting this retreat on Oahu and um, him and his partner are flying over and each woman is going to have a session where they get um, tied up in, the, in these ropes and like the the rope tying is really beautiful like the the knots and the the ties and the way it lays on your body but will then suspend you in the air and uh you'll you'll negotiate with the practitioner of um you know what your intention is for your session mm-hmm. um, but really it is it's this very transformational and very healing experience um, where you get to fully release control in a safe environment and so there's like Just this experience of the retreat is going to be a game changer for so many women that struggle to release control and they will get to truly feel in a bodily sense what it's like to actually surrender and be held. So just that is going to be super powerful. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to be snorkeling with sharks without oh, wow. cages.
0: Oh, wow. Open <laughs> water. <laughs> That's scary. I, I know. Watched, I I watched Jaws when I was 7 so I've always had a fear of sharks. I'm sure many of us have. <laughs> yep,
1: many of us do. Um yeah. so I I did this 2 years ago on the North Shore of Oahu um with this amazing um amazing company. They're they're all about um educating and empowering around sharks because mm-hmm. they're very misunderstood beings. Yeah. And um, so they take you out, you know, into uh, into the water, and they the sharks are attracted to the um, the engines. And so when when the boat pulls up the sharks come, and you know, the the operators get in the water first, and they like check it out and see what's going on. And then they invite you um, one by one by one just to come into the water and you get to get in and, and be, you know, look around and feel around and This was very edgy for me. Like I yeah. used to be afraid of the water, just like getting yes. in a lake was scary for yeah. me. Yeah, me
0: too. Um, yeah.
1: So this was a huge stretch for me when I did it two years ago. Um, but the combination of the education of what they teach you about the sharks and how to relate to the sharks so that you're safe Yeah. Um, and all of that, and then getting in the water and facing these fears, right? We have all these jaws, you know, beliefs and energies around sharks. And so most people think this is a crazy thing to do. And so when you get in the water and you actually are in, swimming in the same water with sharks, you know, whether like, sometimes they're far away and beneath you. And then sometimes they do come a little bit closer. Um, after that experience, you literally feel like when you change your belief of like, I would never do that, that's way too scary, that's crazy. And then you do it. Mm -hmm. the embodied confidence and the identity shift that you go through in a really short period of time is something that translates into every other area of your life like when you go home it's this it's this complete mind shift of like I just did something that I never would have imagined myself possible or even wanting to do and you did it and it was exciting and it was cool and you learned something and you're like if that's possible anything is possible and it truly blasts open everything Mm -hmm. in your life um yeah so i'm really excited about that um and then um so i'm I'm also a portrait photographer and Mm -hmm. my one of the most powerful experiences i had was after i got divorced i had gotten into this place where i didn't feel sexy i didn't feel desired right like it had just been a long time of, of that not working out, right? Like sex and intimacy was just, it, it just had fallen off. Mm-hmm. And it really started affecting the way that I saw myself. And I was, um, I was actually a wedding photographer a long, for a long time. And I had this idea of like, I kind of want to like do this photo shoot with like lingerie and like a hotel room and like hire photographers, had this whole idea and I actually did it And I had a friend of mine do photos for me and it was like I took myself on this like really luxurious amazing date for myself and I when I saw the photos of myself in. uh, From that day it completely changed the way that I saw and experienced myself like. um, I had never seen myself as sexy and powerful and beautiful the way that I did in those photos and it was just like it was just this moment where I was like I have to do this for other women Mm -hmm. like I have to take photos of other women like this and so in Hawaii we're actually going to be doing these photo shoots on the beach and you can wear lingerie you can wear a dress like you don't have to you know be naked or anything like (laughs) um but we really it's it's the difference of shifting from smile for the camera and pose and look sexy like that's not what we're doing like it's like I want you to close your eyes I want you to go inside and I want you to move your body and and feel your own sensuality to feel your own beauty you know we're gonna we're gonna play in the water and play in the sand and I'm really just capturing you and it's it's really like seeing yourself for the first time Mm -hmm. and so there's that I'm gonna be doing a sound healing ceremony as I usually do um and then we're going to be doing some hiking Uh, we have a live-in chef it's a beautiful uh, luxury airbnb but it's it truly is the combination of these experiences will shift the like the fabric of your being for the rest of your life like you will life will never be the same after you have these experiences so i'm super super excited
0: Mm and i really feel that as well i mean is so true transformation is has to be physical you have to feel it you have to embody it for that lasting transformation it all all of those activities those well as experiences sounds just incredible um and i know that you've got a few place spaces left so if anyone is if this resonates with anyone i highly recommend you go and check out the link below all about um savannah's hawaiian expansion experience and i believe um is there anything else that you wanted to share i believe you've got a monthly membership as well i do
1: yeah it's called the creatrix collective so it's um it's co-led by the members um so i i co-facilitate because there's there's a bunch of other coaches healers leaders Um, In the space um, they're not all entrepreneurs it's it's kind of a mixture. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really is it's it's an experiential two calls a month um, low cost membership it's $44 a month but it's we have 30 women right now, Um, but it is it's an experiential kind of like a mini retreat
0: um Mm -hmm. that
1: we that we have but it's all about expansion and sisterhood right like as we're on this journey of reclaiming our power and stepping into our truth we get to be surrounded by other women that are really vulnerable and honest about their path and their stories and then bringing in their expertise right we have relationship coaches we have financial coaches um somatic coaches um and we get to share our gifts and hold each other um, through this process so it's a very collaborative and co-created space
0: it sounds gorgeous it really does all of it savannah i am just i want to be in hawaii <laughs> come <laughs> i want to come we'd love to have you um and there's one other thing um i just want to touch on your gift uh, and and it sounds another amazing um gift uh, another amazing experience with savannah i highly recommend it it is a gift it's normally Thirty-three dollars, is that right? Your mm-hmm. so it's a guided sound journey for ancestral healing all around abundance. And it's a voyage deep into the body, it's an hour guided, sounded journey and um, to help you restore your capacity re- to receive abundance and prosperity. And who doesn't want some of that? That's a that's an incredible gift, and I am definitely going to be t- tuning into that for an hour. That sounds quite magical. Yes.
1: Please let me know how it goes.
0: I will. I will. So thank you so much, Savannah. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank and you. um this is definitely one for your listeners to go back and listen again. I highly recommend you reaching out to check out Savannah, look at her website. You know, if that there's still a few places left on her retreat. So uh Go ahead and check things out. So um yes, and February is all about love. Um, and this has been a beautiful lead into that. So again, thank you, Savannah, for joining us. And till next time, we'll see you again. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank
1: you so